0: Hello everybody, this is Subrat from the Parting Entrepreneur Show and today we have Kira Sherman with us, an intuition coach, speaker, mentor, podcaster, helps entrepreneurs create more freedom in their lives by empowering them with emotional space and an infinite mindset and also passionate about helping visionary leaders change their lives by changing their mindset. So without further delay, let's welcome Kira. Kira, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. It's so good to be here. Thank you. Begin with your journey first, like what exactly inspired you to become a coach? Where did you start your journey and what kind of problems and challenges that you have faced and how it's going on now?
1: Cool. Yeah. So I hit a point in my life You know, I always wanted to help people. I remember going into university and wanting to change the world. Right, and my degree was kind of focused more on like international studies. But the more that I studied that stuff, I realized I don't think I'm gonna actually create any kind of effective change that, that I really feel. And so, and I was a little bit maybe disillusioned by that. So I I thought to myself, well, what's the alternative? And it's just like, well, I guess I'll go make a, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so I got a, a lucrative sales job. And I was like, well, I'll support myself and I'll live a good life and it'll be great. But I didn't plan for the realization that I would be unfulfilled with that. It it didn't occur to me that you don't know what you don't know. And so I didn't realize that at some point I was going to wake up and say, well, hang on a second. This didn't really fulfill me either. So what's the point of all this? And at that point I became very introspective. And I went searching for answers, to be honest with you, like I would sit in Barnes and Noble, and I would read self help books. And this is when self help books were not as popular, right? This is almost 20 years ago, where like people, not everybody was talking about mindset at that time, right? So I'm like in Barnes and Noble, reading all these books, just trying to find answers. I did everything. I mean, I thought I was going to be one plane ride away from like hopping off to find my guru in India. Like I was willing to do anything for, for real answers that made me feel like... I could sleep at night and maybe it's a little extreme to talk about it that way. But anyway, I found a couple of answers and I found a mentor who spoke about intuition and, and really following intuition as a way of life. And it completely changed everything about the way that I personally live. And I knew in that moment, right around that time that I would extend my own wisdom after learning what I needed to learn in order to share this way of life with other people. So that's how I became a coach. And your last question was, how's it going? It's been incredible. I work with some very successful solopreneurs, some successful entrepreneurs, people who have sold their businesses who are also looking for that fulfillment piece, not just the achievement piece. Although, working on mindset and achievement is one of the, the biggest aspects of what I help entrepreneurs do. But yeah, so it's going well. And I really love what I do.
0: Wonderful. Awesome. And is it like uh, same, like the life coach and intuition coach is same or like the intuition coach is different from the life coach.
1: It's a good question, Sarah. I think it, the distinction is small. Like it's still the same idea. It's still coaching. But I think a lot of life coaches are really focused on outcomes and results. And they use a lot of tools and techniques. In order to get their clients to achieve, whereas an intuition coach, and it's not better or worse, it's just different. I use my intuition. So I'm intuitively using the flow and more of a theta brainwave set in order to guide a client to specifically using my intuition to where they are. So there's no tools and techniques. There's no outcome even that we're necessarily looking for. So it's less of a fix, improve, or change process. And it's more of a self-awareness process. It's more of like, Hey, that's nice. We can fix, improve, or change your life, but are you getting to the root of the problem? And are you really addressing, are your goals masking things that you don't want to face inside of yourself for example so it's it can be quite a deep process at times but it's more using the intuition and trusting somebody else's intuition my intuition to guide us to like to what's really going on for them does that make sense
0: and also i have one another question is like basically like some situations in our life we need to follow our intuitions and uh, another other situations of our life we need to some tools, some strategy, some plan, some process, right? So tell us like, what is the difference between these two things?
1: Well, it depends, because for me, it's not that tools and techniques aren't effective. And if my intuition takes me to a tool or a technique or a mantra, even let's just call it, right, and that's supportive for me, or sometimes, you know what I would use instead of necessarily like tools and techniques, I use discipline, Right. Mm. And I teach people to be very disciplined and discipline is really supportive, especially if somebody has a real scatterbrain. It's yeah. like, okay, if your brain is all over the place, you're, you're not even going to be able to hear your intuition.
0: And like it happens with everyone, right? Like every time our brain is several other things that is going on in our brain. And when you are disciplined enough, then you can put one thought at a time and work on that. Exactly. That's exactly it. So I, I would say I use more
1: discipline than I use necessarily more practice. Tools. Correct. And the reason why that's my way is that when you look at strategy, because I work with some incredibly smart entrepreneurs as well. I mean, people who've studied rocket science. I mean, and these guys are out there building these successful businesses, right? But here's the thing about strategy and people who are really smart is that no matter how clever your strategy is, it's almost always still limited. And maybe Sabra, I'll ask you to think about this for yourself. Like think about a time where like a creative solution came to you that was outside of the strategy.
0: Most of the time, and it happens with every year.
1: Right. But it's your creativity and your creativity has that solution for this moment because this moment has never happened before. There are some strategies, don't get me wrong, like don't reinvent the wheel. If you're a marketing agency and you're reading a book about strategy for marketing agencies, there's probably going to be some great procedural and operational insights that are very valuable for your business. But you might have a creative intuition that comes to you. And that could unlock more than the other strategy ever could, right? So I think we're saying the same thing in that the two go hand in hand. But for me, intuition always trumps strategy because strategy is always limited. It's always based on somebody else's experience. But right here, right now, only the infinite energy knows what's possible for you in this moment. And so I always use the infinite creativity over whatever plans, goals, strategies I may have formulated.
0: Yeah, and it's basically like the creativity always comes with uh, your intuitions, right? Like sometimes we are doing something and oh, like the creative people, if they just talk with each other, like in any kind of situations. So at that point of time, creativity always comes with your intuition.
1: Yeah, you could say they're like different waves of the same ocean, I guess, you know, or different colors of the same rainbow intuition and creativity come from the same side of the brain. It's like philosophy, all that stuff is is in a similar vein. It's not logical, right? So it's like imagination, also a different color of the same rainbow. So when you're using those things, it's a little bit different than logic, right? So You've got the two sides of your brain and, and both correspond with each and neither is better or worse. You're going to need both. Right. But, but creativity and intuition
0: are like cousins. Agreed. Okay, Carol. let's move to our next question. That now you, since you are like helping a lot of the entrepreneurs, do you, ha- are you only focusing on one-on-one coaching or you have other options, group coaching or any programs? If anyone wants to get coaching from you, then or what are the options? Yeah, for sure.
1: So I do one on one intensives for a lot of the people that start out with me. I do one on one intensives, but I also do group coaching and I have a three month group that's starting in November. I'll probably have one starting in December. I do have these three month groups and I actually use content. I work together with my mentor and we use some of his content in order to facilitate getting to everybody on the same page. And we use that content in order to support people in really knowing themselves and their intuition and what is following your intuition and how do you do that and why. So those groups you are kind of on a rolling basis and are starting all the time. But then I also do my one-on-one stuff because people are more, they feel more aligned with the one-on-one and that's fine too. So those are the two offerings that I have. One, the group program is called Limitless mm. and like I said, the one-on-one coaching is, its an it, I call it an intensive.
0: Wonderful. So now let's talk about your coaching processes. Like how do you approach working with clients if they are struggling to achieve their goals?
1: It's different every time because again, I'm using my intuition, right? So I don't have a full-on answer for that. But I was reflecting on some of the things that I, that I notice will happen. It's usually somebody's blocked. Mm. When somebody is not achieving their goals, there's a blockage. Because the truth is, is that if you're riding a wave, right, you're doing what's in your soul. If you're in alignment, in other words, and you're not achieving, it's because you're blocked on something. In other words, it's kind of like the universe, like, well, it is like, hey, there's something that Sabra is not getting right now, Mm -hmm. right? There's something that he is not noticing in his reality. Let's turn off the money floodgates or because you live in a sea of infinite possibilities and your natural state of being is one of abundance so if you're experiencing the opposite of your natural state of being and the the way that i would prove that to anybody is say well how natural does it feel when you're relaxed and abundant Mm. does it not feel lighter and more natural in your direct experience than when you're in lack and fear Yeah. Right. It feels natural to you. It's like, I feel home. So to me, for for anybody who disagrees with that, like feel it out for yourself. But so to me, uh, abundance is a natural state of being. So when there's a blockage, whether it's in your results or it's in your finances, or it's in romance or love or whatever, it's because there's an issue in there that somebody doesn't yet, hasn't yet pulled to the surface an awareness about something about themselves or their mindset so for example you may have a belief sitting there and that belief may be well i don't think i can i don't have the capacity to receive because my deservingness is lacking Okay, well, it doesn't matter how much you achieve, you're still going to feel undeserving. And it doesn't matter if you could fight to the death with your circumstances, but that achievement isn't going to come until you get a little bit more acquainted with your sense of deserving. For example, I'm just using an example that I see come up for people, right? Or they're stuck because they won't take a risk because the fear is the money's going to run out rather than trusting the process and saying, well, what if I make? what if I double my money or some of my clients like will quadruple their income, you know? And it's like, well, but it's because they're blocked. And it could be something like, I'll give you an example just to solidify this for the girl whose income I did help quadruple. She came to me, but she couldn't let go of her credit card debt being an issue for her. And I could tell that it was consuming her space in her mind. She just couldn't let it go. She's like, but this credit card debt, it was like a broken record, but the credit card debt, but the credit card debt, but the credit, I said, you have to take a vacation from Mm -hmm. worrying about your credit card. I need a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. And she did it. And slowly one decision, and this is the beauty of what I love about my work is that one decision leads to the next decision. She stops worrying, now she has more space available to her. Now she's able to go, "Oh, you know what? I can see this opportunity over here." Now all of a sudden she's got an incredible consulting position that never would have come had she not taken that one, that one step to unblock that credit card debt. By the way, she's paid off half of her credit cards. Oh, wow. So it's so the answer to your question to loop back is, you know, yeah, ha- so people are blocked. And okay. the way that I help people who are stuck is unblock. And I find out using my intuition exactly what their problem is, which could be emotional, could be belief systems, could yeah. be a lack of awareness, you never know, it's different
0: every time. Mm-hmm. Correct. Wonderful. <laughs> okay, Kera, let's talk about some misconceptions about that is revolving around coaching industry. What do you think that, what are the, some, some common misconceptions about coaching? How do you address them with people or your clients?
1: know the answer to that question. Cause I don't really know what, like in the industry at large, I only know maybe what I experience, but I honestly don't create that many clients coming to me with misconceptions about coaching. So it was a funny question to ask me particularly because mm-hmm. most people that I work with really understand the value of coaching and don't really have that many misconceptions. A lot of the people that I work with are coaches themselves in some capacity, or have already done coaching. In fact, most of my clients have done a million different coaching modalities and programs. They, they, in fact, come to us kind of saying, I don't want to do another personal development program. I've done (laughs) everything. And that might be the one misconception that I face is like, okay, this is the last program you'll ever do. (laughs) But, But having said that the one misconception that people will come to me is that they, a lot of my clients don't have time. They're in go mode. They have big payrolls or some of them, some, I work with some solopreneurs. I shouldn't say that. I'm not always working with somebody who has 300 people staff or anything like Mm -hmm. some of my clients. I have a few clients that aren't entrepreneurs at all. Right. But most of them, there's just no time. Mm -hmm. And one of the greatest misconceptions with coaching is that if I don't have enough time, I can't create the time to invest in this. And I don't care if it's working with me or anybody else on the planet. Coaching is designed to create space in your emotional field and in your mind. Mm -hmm. And so if you are going to invest, and I'll tell you this, anybody who makes a decision to invest in themselves, the payoff is immediate. Mm -hmm. Even if the coach is complete garbage, You have said to the universe, you have said to your expanded self, let's just say, I am putting my money where my mouth is and I am desiring change. That does not go unnoticed in a field of energy, the energy that gets reflected back when somebody makes a decision like that is alone, a decision that says, "I, I am willing to do something. Here is my money. I am investing in myself. Let's go. Okay, that's going to create a ripple in your reality, even if the coach is garbage, to be honest with you, but put that aside for a second. Hopefully you're working with an amazing coach. And if you're not find one that coach is coaching is designed to create space. Mm -hmm. And so it, at least my kind of coaching is, and so I'm creating mental and emotional space that then flows over into energetic achievement results. And how you feel about yourself and the lightness that you can then live with. So you actually feel as though you have more time than somebody who is not doing coaching. That's the only misconception that I could come up with. So that's the one I got.
0: Mm. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about like, if you are putting all of your experiences and all of your life's journey, knowledge into a book, then how do you name it and why?
1: Oh gosh. As for, for the audience, they, these questions were given to me in advance and I really sat with that one. And I was kind of hoping that something might come to me on the fly. I always have a joke when somebody asks me this question and it, it's like the title of my book would probably be like life, not what I thought it was going to be. And part of that is a joke, right? It's a little tongue in cheek, right? Cause it's like, Ooh. You know, you live long enough on this planet and you, you do incredible things. Like you take the path less traveled and your audience, as you've explained to me, are people that fit that description. Your people are entrepreneurs. Your people are interested in coaching. They're interested in stepping out of the comfort zone, right? So anyone who takes leaps of faith outside of their comfort zone will at some point come to realize, like, wow, life is not quite what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, And it's challenging, whether you're excelling, or you're going through a process, like, dare I say that life is hard, right? Like, people yeah. die. <laughs> it's like, and nobody knows what they're doing. Knows yeah. and up to everybody else. And it's like, well, this is just the norm that we've all accepted. Like, damn life, you know, not what I thought it was going to be. But mm. there's actually a deeper version of, of that when, when I step beyond the tongue in cheek, because what I have come to find in my wisdom and my experience in searching for the truth about what is this life, I have found something that was not what I thought it was going to be. And I have found truths about this life and myself and the power that we actually have available to our fingertips that I did not know coming into this. And that I was taught very differently about what is this life and who are we and why are we here. And so, even though it's a, a bit of a tongue in cheek answer, life Mm -hmm. not what i thought it was going to be is is actually really accurate both from a surface level and a funny level but also at a at a really deep level
0: too awesome so kira tell us what is the best possible way to reach out to you so that our audience can find you and get in touch with you
1: yeah sure i'm on instagram although i barely use it but you're welcome to reach out to me there my handle is kira marcel it's K-I-R-R-A-M-A-R-C-E-L-L-E. I don't post, it's a personal account. I don't post any wisdom, but it's the easiest, it's a really easy way just to DM me. My website is KiraSherman.com, K-I-R-R-A-S-H-E-R-M-A-N. And you can reach out to me there. My email is me at KiraSherman.com. I'm always open for connecting with people. And then if you go onto my website, you'll see some offerings that are there, but also, yeah, we do, we've got some upcoming speaking events that'll be announced. So if you get onto my mailing list, I'll be coming to probably a city near you with a limitless live event. And those are going to be also taking place online. So yeah, sign up to my mailing list. There's a lot of cool offerings that will be, will come be coming in to help with with mindset with fulfillment and also with mindset being how do you how do you create the results that you want in the most effortless way possible so
0: wonderful guys do make sure you follow her wonderful person great personality great journey and you can reach out to her according to your coaching needs so that was today's episode of sparking Entrepreneurs so Thank you, Kira, for being on the show, and it was an honor to hosting you today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it, and um, I really enjoy your your podcast.
0: It's cool. Thanks again. So that's it. I am your host, Subrat, signing off. And you guys have a wonderful day. Bye, guys.